This Week in League, with Greenberg gone, the big search is on. For the next thing, NRL fans will bitch about until they get it. Bat-eating cunts fail to stop the yearie of Cleary, with the NRL season given the green light to resume. In the interest of returning to normality, Project Apollo elects to retain all competition points and keep the Tigers in ninth. Plus, we power on waiting for the resumption of the 2020 NRL season. All that and more this week in Lee. Welcome to episode 347 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Uh, how you doing, man? I am buoyed by the news and buoyed as in... Depressed and, and depressed and unwilling to, to move in a state to play. And using... <laughs> continue your career. And using sudden tackle. mental illness <laughs> as an excuse for Depressed lematic immunity head. to get yeah. away from everything as usual, yeah. That's it. Yeah, no, no, the other buoyed or buoyed... As our American fans would be used to hearing. Yes, yes, I understand. You're uh, you're buoyed by the this afternoon, the uh, hashtag Yuri of Cleary's back on. No, no, no one said anything about that. Yes, at all. No one said shit about that. Well, shit. you are right because it didn't actually stop. It Stopped on the weekend at the hands of Benji. It was just paused. Fucking Benji, and yeah. she came with another one of his specials as well. Yeah. My God, it was fucking glorious. Yeah. I've seen that. It was hacked. It there were was hackers. Gl- <laughs> Bots. The game was hacked. Yeah, that's it. We're using a targeting program. Uh, how has your week in isolation been? Um, oh, mate, I, I am, and I understand this is a fucking first world problem, uh, but I thrive on human interaction <laughs> and being fucking cooped up by myself. Yes. Is fantastic for a certain period of time, but yeah, I'm starting to go a little bit uh, ISO crazy, which again, I understand is a first world problem. And there it is are a first world problem. People doing, you know, actual shit things like cleaning up bedpans of corona patients. and Do they what? They, they piss different? No. It's like- not like a bowler where they're pissing out organs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't assume cleaning up any piss would be. No, present. that's what I'm. Yeah, that, I'm just. So. But I mean, if if it well, if if Rona didn't exist, and your and your job is and your job is is to clean up hospital piss, you're probably cleaning it up whether Rona's around or not, right? Yeah, true. And especially in Australia with such a low infection rate, you're probably oh. still you're probably probably still just cleaning up regular like cancer piss or whatever. Anyway, right? And as we've established, Australians are fairly fucking trash. So I imagine most of that would be that fairly fucking dehydrated. Fluoro like, yellow. Yeah, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck you, Australia. Drink your fucking water. Just stay hydrated. It's not fucking hard. Yeah. The best the, the best fucking neon piss, though, is like immediately after taking like a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't even matter how much water you've drunk. It's just, it just, it's yeah. just, it's like you've just sucked off a highlighter. <laughs> Yes, no, I'm over the moon that we have an official resumption date for the season that clubs can get training. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, look, it's two things in one year where New Zealand can pretend they matter. 
the warriors are coming over and you know everyone's been oh yay thanks warriors yeah, I haven't really actually really looked looked that deeply into. I mean, I, I am aware that the the Queensland teams or the interstate teams or you know, outside of New South Wales teams will be required to, to relocate. relocate to within New South Wales, and that's you know perfectly logical. Yep. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that that also includes you know a three a three game Origin series in New South Wales as well. Yes. The home of rugby league. Yes. The most fanatical fan base. Most loyal fan base. Absolutely. I mean, you can't go through that kind of fucking- No. Like, constant- No, not at all. Cheated defeat. Like, yeah. not actual defeat. Like, defeat where you've been cheated out of a, a chance of victory. And um, I was just checking the calendar. Hopefully, I remember we were lamenting the other day that um, we were like, oh, you know, if it comes back in May 28, well, young wins are going to, like, correlate to- Episode three fifty, like mm, a milestone, yes. would be great. Yes, I just just with that whole training on the fourth of May thing, I was like, oh fucking, where does that sit? And it's like two days before forty nine. So fuck. So it also doesn't work. I was like, I did feel like doing it in my head though. So I just had to go to grab the, the phone to get the calendar out, just to like jump the weeks. But yeah, unfortunately, no, that doesn't yeah, work okay. either. So I guess if. You know, if a player wants to fuck a bat or something in the next couple of days, just push things back a touch, just to, just to help us out. You know, <laughs> we just need we just need five what five days really. I mean, yeah, that's it. Just buy us five days, fellas. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, you know, and and the the state of origin series will go ahead, and I fucking love Brad Fittler. Yeah, he's and, like we'll fucking play it. Yeah, we'll, and he's we'll, war yeah, with yeah. the fucking chinless thing that runs Queensland and I don't yep. mean that in any sort of metaphorical boxing sense I literally mean the bitch well, has no, no chin you've, you've established that you have established that a, a chin is very important to you and in fact the more chin the the better in, in a political leader <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a footballer if you want to put fucking lead in if you want to put lead in stepdad's pencil show, you, show me the chin you need to bring some chin that's it <laughs> fucking <laughs> what's that song from Mary Poppins all <laughs> that chin Oh, it's chimney, not chimney. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, there you go. Um, well, just change doesn't rhyme. You, 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 anaconda don't want none unless you got chins, chins, <laughs> chins, hun. But uh, yeah, good old Brad Fittler and his war of words. Yep, with Anastasia. Freddie's, Freddie, Freddie's got the passion. Palasha Chuck. If there's one thing, if there's two things I know about Brad Fittler, passion. And a and an absolute fucking dump truck ass. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's an interesting two things. Wait, we we're just talking about baby got back. True. Freddie got it. Him and Joey. No wonder they work so well together. That is true. <laughs> but Freddie during the week was having a run in with the Premier of yep. Queensland. And the response was typical Queensland bullshit. Uh, the office of the Premier sent back a statement. Coward. And I may be paraphrasing here, but they basically said, it's ridiculous for him to say that. The Premier is in the middle of a global crisis or pandemic or whatever yeah. it is. No, she's not. The globe is. Yeah. She's looking after probably one of the four least affected regions on the face <laughs> of the fucking planet. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, what I have enjoyed about this whole pandemic thing is seeing uh, the other states' premiers and how they operate. Yeah. So which one is it? What are you being impressed by any of these or? I got a soft spot now for the Tasmanian one. 
because what a he... cunt circus down there. Though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They've got fucking... Well, for starters, I mean, I, I, mean I, f- I feel for Tasmania in the respect that they, you know, they, they're, they're secluded island, which should have been a fucking fortress against infection, yeah. was infected by, once again, Ruby Princess Cruz having cunts. But then the fucking doctors <laughs> throw a party or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it... I actually know someone down there who works in health yeah. who's been quarantined for two weeks just because of they've done it to everybody in yeah, like yeah, in, yeah. in health in like, you know, wherever that fucking, you know, like in northern dumb Tasmania. Fucks. Yeah, oh fucking. Yes, the, fucking the, the Tasmanian Premier Tim yep. it just strikes me as as a little bit more powerful than a school principal. Like within his little world, I'm sure he's very important. Well, I mean, you know. But just the way he was talking How to much them, intellect does it take to become the king of deliverance? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, and Australia's not, not greatly affected. And the, where we are affected, it's obviously tragic. But I remember hearing him once, he was talking about the biggest crisis that Tasmania faced was the vandalism of motorhomes. <laughs> oh, really? And what was happening was that people were seeing motorhomes with Victorian plates on them. Yeah. And, and vandalising them. And fuck off, we fools. Yeah, like, we're basically trying to smash yeah. them and say, fuck off back to Victoria. We don't want your corona. So that's what Marty Bryant did with all those bullets. <laughs> and he, he had to explain. So the, it took the Premier on a news conference. To say, don't do to that. To say, no, no, no. They're Tasmanians, but they keep and register their motorhomes in Victoria <laughs> so they can go on holidays there. And they've just bought them back because they don't know how long we're going to be in lockdown for. Please don't vandalise them. Fucking um, hell. But seriously, the Victorian Premier has impressed me fucking greatly. Yeah. And it's odd for anything out of that absolute cunt hole of a state to do anything that comes close to impress me. <laughs> What's he done but specifically? Just, in, or just generally? Well, whereas the Queensland Premier is talking about you know, all the important shit she's doing. She can't talk to Brad Fittler and this, this. The Victorian Premier, I've seen him asked in almost every press conference, when can AFL start again? Wouldn't yeah. AFL be good for people? Wouldn't this? And he answers it so fucking well. He says, I would love for footy to be back. I love footy. I know Victorians love footy. Uh, and it would be a boost to the people to have it back. However, that will be up to the chief medical officer to advise. That's yeah. all he says. That's yeah. all he fucking says. That's all he really can say too, though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he does Well, I mean he could go a little bit further and say it's a fucking kind of a sport. Yeah, he could. <laughs> I'm I'm I'd much prefer rugby league to run unopposed and hopefully kill off this cancerous yes. fucking shit stained sport. Yes. It does uh, it does look like a fucking under eights soccer game with grown men playing it. There's a yeah. ball somewhere and a pile of bodies on top of it. Um but it just goes to show that Queenslanders actually don't love origin and they're fair with the fans. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's the it's the uh, the year three when when the, Origin's just about dead. Three in a row, Origin it. dies. That's it. When the the leader of the state of Queensland, what was that noise? The text doesn't want to receptacle. No, no. <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> <laughs> that means yes, but she might listen. And I really shouldn't refer to it like that. <laughs> Am I fucking you up now? No, no, not at all. Not at all. But yeah, Queensland from the head down, you know, snake rots, fish rots at the head. Mm-hmm. 
or especially with, especially when it's a, a chinless head. Exactly, the rot is far more pronounced or, or accelerated. Exactly, so you say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor old Palace Chuck. <laughs> poor old Chucky. Um, I don't even know how we got onto that subject, but yeah, obviously NRL is coming back. May the fourth will be the resumption of training for the players. May twenty eighth will be the date uh, when the, which is the one that they mooted. You know, was it a week ago, two weeks ago? Seems like the twenty eighth has kind of been mooted for quite a while. Um, but they've got the green light from government, and uh, it's all happening. The ladder will remain as it was when the competition was suspended. Uh, with all points, will be carried over to the resumption of play. What else? I think the, they haven't really got the structure or anything, how many weeks it's going to end up and all that sort of thing. That's not finalised yet. I would imagine that will come soon. Mm. And there's obviously a component there that we will get to, uh, which uh, involves the uh, the networks. And I guess that's what the, the talks are. They have to televise the shit, so makes sense. Um and yeah, I guess it gives the NRL the opportunity. Well, yeah, it's it is it is a gamble because you know anything could theoretically happen. But at the moment, the response uh, Australia wide to the to uh, the Rona has been pretty good. I mean, it would have been a lot fucking better if they torpedoed that fucking ship and didn't let it dock. <laughs> but I mean, we would probably be. Our, our inf- the infection rate would be so fucking low without that fucking cancerous fucking yeah piece of shit yeah uh, and so they should torpedo the entire industry on site you yes. know yeah you know, in future That's however it. the response has been fairly good I mean we we our our rate of testing is pretty high comparatively speaking and we still yes. get and and you know usually when a country has a high amount of testing it usually results in a high amount of documented infections but even 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 yeah. with that our, our infection rates fairly it is fairly low comparatively speaking especially and, to a lot of places around the world and most of like, what have we had under 80 die mm-hmm. yeah and i think 40 something of those were from the one aged care facility yeah yeah you know so um and like let, let's be fair the grim reaper was fucking rolling dice in that place before fucking corona came in yeah yeah, so, so I mean, it's a it's a, a risk, it's a calculated risk, but I mean, it looks like the you know, the NRL are going to at the end of this, they they're going to have a bit of uh, like open road in front of them in terms of being one of the only sports professional sports in the world that are on. Yes. Uh, also, I guess within this country, at least, they'll probably be a, a bit of a model for how some of the other sports, uh, you know, go about their resumption. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, which, which are all good things. And I'll tell you what. I'm trying to be positive in everything first. You light candles. I'm, light, I'm lighting the candles because, hey, let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I get tired of these fucking non, non-game having shows. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, or, you know, it's not even that. I don't care about the, the, non, the non-game you know, as far as talking on the show. But with the news being pretty much the same fucking variation of yes. the story for a month straight- you know, I'd like to have something different to talk about. And if the games are going on, then surely, you know, they'll, you know players will be beating their misses and all that sort of stuff in no time. Yeah. There you go. It, it's this fucking cycle of click enticing bullshit that we're in now. Yes. And unfortunately, dumb cunts keep feeding the beast. Mm-hmm. 
and so it will continue to grow. Uh, yeah, it, it's not a hard fucking equation, right? If there's an organization, a media organization, mm-hmm. and they get money when people do a certain thing, if they take an action that makes people do the thing that gets their money, mm-hmm. they're going to keep doing that thing. Uh, yeah. It, it's really not fucking rocket science no. here. And all it is, is something happens and an event happens, you know, whatever it is. Yep. Uh, for example, Greenberg. Yep. Right? So, Greenberg's gone. Yep. He's gone. We know that's happened. Yep. And so, now the minute that's happened, now all the speculation stories come up. Why? And it's- His decision was, you know, yeah. Well, it's not even that. Uh, it's stuff like who'll replace him. Yeah, well, there's that, and, yeah, that too. And it's the same thing happens when a coach goes. Yep. And you read the articles- and it's not as if the journalist has put any investigative thought. Uh, but even if they did, there wasn't. There are no answers that to be had anyway. Like the answers literally don't exist. Exactly. They're writing. They're just writing a, a big passage of nothing. Exactly. All it is is they mm. go out and they say, like I saw one today, had David Gallup as a possible fucking candidate. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. I didn't click on that one, but I saw the thumbnail. Yeah, that's it had it. like five five thumbnails or yeah. whatever people. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, okay, well, hang on. All they've done, all they've done is gone, who's in a similar job or fuck, there's not enough of them yep. or has been in a similar job. Yep. Then you get the other camp going, well, it's got to be a rugby league person. Fucking Gus tonight. Yeah. I saw a lot of that as Gus, well. Gus um, and Brandy fucking bless your cotton socks. <sighs> Look, I understand the thought process of Brandy, and he's going, okay, this is a guy who's a rugby league person, but also has like you know a financial background and all that sort of thing that outside of the game and yep. sat on boards and stuff before. So maybe, you, but you know what? I think the Dragons would prefer he just go down there and fucking replace Mary. <laughs> Speaking about twos, it is no, they've got Flano waiting. They don't need a fucking yeah, coach. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't know if they're that happy about that either, though. Was you anyone know? happy with Flano? Well, I mean, even even the Sharks fans, even like 2017, they're like, yeah. he's, he's giving them a fucking premiership and they're yeah. kind of like, oh, fuck, you know, Flano out. Well, what, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? If a girl comes around yeah. and she gives you the best blowjob you've had in 50 years. Yeah. You know, and and you've been getting fucking edged for 50 years. <laughs> you've had other girls through. Yep. Yep. Some of them get you close. Yep. Some of them just knee you in the balls for fucking four minutes straight. This is so hot, this scenario. Yeah, keep going. Some of them are, you know, come in and just <laughs> fucking sandpaper your chotus. It's fucking- Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one girl comes in. Yep. And she's just like, you know, lick, lick, swallow. You're yep. done. Yep. But then she starts to bitch about, oh, you know, you, you need to paint that room and you need to do this. Thank and, you for this you fucking- know, Accurate depiction of life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where you're you going with this. Well, I'm, I'm, just, saying, I'm, just going, I'm, I'm just- saying Flano got him one good thing yeah. in 50 years. Yeah, yeah. But af- after that, you know, he, he really wasn't a pleasure to be with. Yeah, but you're saying he's the problem? <laughs> I know so many Sharks fans. And you're still going to say he was the problem? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, for the club, not necessarily for the yeah. fans. Yeah. Mm. It's like your story is the, the person who gets the blowjob is the one that starts complaining. 
<laughs> no. that's how it was with the Cronulla. Yeah, true. Is <laughs> <laughs> the one getting deployed going, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why aren't your tits bigger? <laughs> I'll buy new ones. <laughs> my blowjob is the best day of my life, but it's still not fucking good. It's still not enough. Yeah. Whenever that blowjob's on Fox Sports, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, fucking track there. Um, So, another story from the week, and uh, obviously- Related in its way. Mm. Todd Greenberg has stepped down from his position of the NRL CEO, effective immediately after four years in charge. He uh, issued a statement and said it was a mutual agreement made with the ARLC. Volandis thanked Greenberg for his contribution to the game, quoting, uh, The role of chief executive of the NRL is one of the most challenging and difficult roles in Australian sport with a diversity of passionate stakeholders. The ARLC thanks Todd for his contribution to the game over the last seven years and as chief executive for the last four. So, yeah, Greenberg, let's find a quote from Greenberg. It's been my great honour and privilege to be the CEO of the NRL for the last four years. Despite the variety of challenges and pressures, I've loved every single minute of the journey. Our growth over the last four years has been extraordinary, and I'm very proud of my contribution to the game. I'm indebted to the game for the variety of opportunities and experiences that have been provided to my family and I, and we leave with many great memories and lifelong friendships, etc., 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 and so on and so forth. It's... It's had an interesting spin in the media. Well, it's, 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 there's, a, there's a couple of interesting directions of spin. Channel 9 are pretty much just outright fucking gloating over it. Yeah. yeah. Particularly Danny Danny Widler. Um, but, you know, him being a fucking shit stain has never been a surprise to anybody. Yeah. Or, you know, ever. Yeah. Um, the social media has been just... Outrage. How could he be forced out? Fuck Channel 9, fuck Foxtel. The game's going the game's gonna go backwards, etc. 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 Yeah. And look, I don't I don't and that's not to say that I completely disagree with that that outlook. It it, it very well could. And I mean it's ve- and it's very clearly tied to I'm not sure if it's tied directly to the networks. Because I also feel that just in this in this period of instability and like weakness of the game itself, weakness of the world due to this mm. Rona, I have a feeling that just a lot of a lot of axes to grind have been able to be yeah. you know to come to the fore, yeah. and so the club, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's no secret that. You know, he wanted to you know, give the clubs le- less money or more of the clubs wanted more of this and more of that and they weren't yeah. getting it from him because he would stand up to the clubs. Yep. So, therefore, the, you know, the clubs were an enemy. And so, in this period with things being weaker and, you know, the media campaigning against him on another front entirely, then it just became like an opportune moment for them to, you know, sort of stamp their feet as well. So, I think it was a number of a number of things, not just necessarily Channel 9. Um. But yeah, the way the way I liken it, like like I don't think like I I think for the four years I think the CEO of the of the the commission and everything, oh the sorry the the NRL I think he was uh, I think he did a great job, uh, and, and like that's come from someone who fucking hates that guy's guts <laughs> like uh, you know yeah. I, I have to say I think he did a great job, um you know we've spoken about the figures ad nauseum over the last two to three weeks and the, the figures bear out that it was a very successful time. For the game, and become and and becoming more successful year on year. I think that this points 
to larger issues within the game. Mm-hmm. And whilst Greenberg did a lot of things very well, really you need to sit down and have a look at what a fucking CEO's job is. Yeah. You know? And in any business, your C-level executives, and depending on what sort of business you're in, it's a CEO and generally a CFO for finance and yep. um, an OO for operations if you're big enough and sometimes yep. there's a TO for tech. Yep. There's fucking a whole bunch of different Cs yeah. that you can be. Realistically, the CEO needs to steer the ship. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. They're not- you know, Realistically, coming up with a lot of things, um, they're meant to be the the lighthouse, I guess, and and the other people are driving the operational side of the business. He definitely made some mistakes and and failed to read the room in a few instances. Uh, the Cameron Smith's wife's ring was an obvious one. Yep. But if you went through any business and looked for decisions made at the top that failed to take into account the mood yeah. Yeah. Of, of the rest of it, you would find dozens of examples in every single business. The difference is that those businesses aren't dissected fucking daily. Yeah. They're not news. That's they're, it. They're, 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 they're everyday operations, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's I, it. And never news. Looking into it anyway, Greenberg's contract was up at the end of the year. Yeah. And if you believe everything you read, and I'm inclined to think that, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, uh, that leading into the into the Rona, I mean, he was already fairly shaky. He's been kind of on fairly the, – just the, just, the, just the elevation of Landy's to the chairman was pretty much thought to be, mm. you know, the you know, dead man walking sort of, you know, for his term anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh, so, yeah. It, it was so, fairly apparent he wouldn't have been renewed. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing that you don't know is whether he would have have sought renewal. Yeah, you know, he might have said, you know, yeah. I've had. Did he say years. that he wasn't going to? I can't. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that. that maybe he said that somewhere. I, but I, yeah, I may be wrong now. And it's not a situation that's out of out of possibility that he's looked at this and gone, "I'm up at the end of the year." Yep. There's going to be a fucking significant level of work yep. to get through this year yep. or to get the game back on track. Yep. And then I leave at the end of the year. And I've committed to a pay cut for that period as well. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so he's uh, uh, reportedly been paid out half a mil out yep. of his, what's he on? 1.25? Yep. Uh, which is not bad. It's probably more than what the would have worked out to be if he was going m- month on month. But also, as much as Todd Greenberg is a low life piece of shit, there's a song that says so. So it must be true. That allegedly, song, that song will be ending this episode. Uh, he obviously has a love for the game. You don't work in a position like that with a, a casual respect for for the product that you're selling. Yeah. You grow to love yep. the yep. the product that your business represents and puts out in the marketplace, and so it's not out of the question that he went. Well, you know what? This is a good time for me to step aside for them to put somebody else in that can get them through this bit and then lead them into whatever they're going to do. Yep. From here on in, 
So it may not have been as cut and dry as, oh, he was pushed and he had to go and he jumped and he this, this. Yeah. That it was just an opportune time. Yeah. The other part of it that I don't think is getting enough airplay, and who knows how accurate this is, but there's the reports that it was the Warriors boss that rang Volandis. Yeah, I didn't see anything that said who it was, but it, I mean, it's there, out, yeah, there was a there was a club. Yeah, uh, it was a, a it was the, the club, Warriors, yeah. and they were pissed off that about the way that he dealt with the. Not that it was that they were trying to get information on how they'd get to Australia. Oh yeah, that's right. And they needed more advanced information because they required two weeks to whatever it was. Yep. They um, needed to be two weeks ahead of things because they would have leaving uh, New Zealand and landing in Australia. They yes. they would be locked up for two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Now, to me, it seems odd that a businessman accomplished uh, as accomplished as Greenberg would legit ignore someone. Yeah. I dare say, no matter what I think about Greenberg, I'm almost 100% fucking certain that would not have been the case. And that he just would have said, maybe, I can't tell you right now, we're still working it out, or as soon as we know, we'll tell you, or we're trying to find out, or we don't have any information yet. You know, I mean, because surely he, he would have like an executive assistant or something anyway that would be- Someone's taking that his would, fucking would be he, in his fucking messengers or in his email yeah. and bringing shit like yeah. that. It, there's no way that he- Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that the clubs feel that it's okay to, to in essence, go over someone's head yep. with that sort of petty shit, like there's, if you're the boss of a fucking club, you need to realize that Greenberg's number one motivation, or whoever the CEO is, their number one motivation is to get the season back on track. Mm-hmm. They understand that they need the Warriors for so that to happen. Part, yeah. They've already come out and they've gotten the other clubs to agree to not train until yep. the Warriors can train yep. to keep a level playing field. Yep. You're well aware that you are within their plans for reopening yep. Yep. the season. And nothing's going to happen without you. you. You're jumping up over someone's head because you're not happy with the response time. Yeah. They're not not getting back to you on purpose. Yep. In that instance. The other thing that strikes me is that let's say he didn't. Let's say he just ignored the cunt. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he did because there's a lot of shit going on at the moment and he was sick of some fucking weird accented cunt at him going, oh, when's the fucking plane going to come get us so we can get over to Aussie? (laughs) And just be an absolute fucking annoying prick. Because you know what? The The other alternative is that maybe, just maybe, the things, the things in motion hadn't fully come into motion and he didn't have a fucking answer that was different to the one from yesterday. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. You know? And I've been in situations at work and, and everyone's different, you know? And you, you learn pretty early on that you need to ascertain people's expectations. Mm-hmm. And to get around those dumb fucks, you need to set the expectations as in, I will give you an update on the progress of this here. Yep. And you put it in your diary to fucking send them an email then. Even if you do that, some people, three days before the agreed time, mm-hmm. are you any news? Yep. Heard anything yet? No. Yep. Yeah? Yeah? But even if that happened, and even if he ignored him and didn't reply and didn't respond yep. and was actively avoiding telling him and had the information and was fucking giggling in his little I'm a fucking ex-bulldog fuckwit, you know, rat yep. way. Yep. Even if he was- that is not a reason to unseat a CEO. No. No, that's right. It, and, it's not. And it just goes 
to the fuckhead broadcast media on both sides printing assumptions and half-truths and hearsay in the interest of outrage and getting clicks. Yep. Fuck them. At the end of the day, Greenberg's history with rugby league is pretty much the the same amount of time as this fucking show's history. Mm. So I guess that means we win. I guess that means I win, Todd. Because yeah. I'm still I'm still here. Yeah. And you're not, you bored motherfucker. <laughs> but the way I see, the way I see this entire situation is it's like Russell Crowe was fucking amazing in Inside Man. Should have won an Oscar for best actor actor in a motion picture, but he didn't. Because that year they decided it was someone else's year to win instead. But he's, so he's then, not even the best so, inside man I've seen. Like the so, goatsies so, always. So, I mean, he was really, there was nothing in, really, really so much inside though. I mean, because he was just, you know, the, the hope solo was open for all to see. Um, but then Russell Crowe Russell Crow wins in, in you know, 2001 for Gladiator. I like Gladiator. Don't get me wrong. Great fucking movie. Mm. Russell Crowe's performance. Not a patch on fucking Inside Man. And it's the same like Denzel Washington. He wins Best Actor Oscar for Training Day. Should have probably got it for Hurricane. Like, people, I don't, I fucking love Training Day more than most people. Mm. Sometimes you get your just desserts for something that's not the thing you deserve them for. And Todd, <laughs> he got this, he got this L, not for anything he did while CEO of the, of the NRL. He did it for the shady fucking shit he was doing back when, you know, 2011, 2012. You know, the. I mean, I'm going to have to put a big alleged in here, but the alleged inducements for coaches to break contracts with the promise of paying any any legal fees, the the, the attempted burial of Ben Barber and all the bullshit he carried on, on with back then. Numerous fucking things. Yeah. So, you know what? <clears throat> Motherfucker... Take this L. There is 100%. You deserve- yeah, there's not an innocent party in this. Yeah. There's, there's not an aggrieved and a- You deserve this L. It just came eight years too fucking late. Mm. But you know what? They say about re- revenge, dish so cold, etc., etc. Yeah. Do you know what I I'll say? Eat, I'll eat this revenge fucking balled up with fucking bats in it. Give me <laughs> give me the Kobe. I don't give a fuck. You know what I say? <laughs> My life's purpose is fulfilled. That. <laughs> Believing in karma? Yes. Is one fucktenth away from believing in star signs. Yeah, I would agree. So, I never said it was karma. Okay, I just said that he deserved this L, just not for this. But yet, I will still enjoy this L, <laughs> as if, <laughs> no matter what it was for. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, now we can get to speculation time. The speculation time, because we don't know yet, unless you can, unless you've seen news released in the last hour. It is my understanding that as yet, there has been no new finalised deal with Channel Nine and and Fox, etc. Mm. For the pre- <laughs> for, so so the speculation though, which I've only seen from one 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 thing, it was from SMH and it was like Chamus with an article, an mm-hmm. exclusive article, saying that what will happen is uh, a new broadcast deal with Channel Nine and Fox Sports. 
that will extend the partnership until at least the end of 2025. So at the moment, the the deal goes till the end of um, 2022. And obviously, we know how, you know, there was a, a great amount of money and Channel 9 now, due to the change of circumstances, you know, the COVID, you know, et cetera. Yep. They don't want to pay full full freight for the remaining mm-hmm. two years of the deal and this year. <coughs> uh, so, there's looking like there's going to be- uh, It is interesting. I'm very curious as the grounds of what they've gone two years for. I feel like that the, the way the way I read it is uh, is that- the NRL, they feel their current motivation is their immediate motivation is is like viability for now, and to you know rebuild, sort of push it, you know push through this and then up again. Yep. So to do that, they need broadcast partners. So they've got them by the balls to an extent. I mean. Admittedly, I mean, it goes kind of both ways in the respect that, as we've already spoken about in the past, that, you know, Channel 9's top programming, except for fucking maths, it's rugby league. Yeah. You know, it's NRL, whether it's Origin Grand Finals, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, that's it. So, so Channel 9 don't have the, you know, Channel 9's balls are, you know, aren't exactly un, unfucking ungripped in this, in this scenario. Yeah, spot on. But this is why it's speculation time, because nothing's happened yet. Um, and it'll probably fucking happen. Thursday morning, but like I've presumably because of this whole Kobe thing, Channel Channel Ten, Channel Seven's like AFL'd up the wazoo, right? So Channel Seven they probably don't have the ability to to make a bid on rugby league. So you'd see like an Optus Optus, you know, potentially, but like Channel Ten would be the other major network, the certainly free to air provider. I I don't think Optus has the cash to throw yeah. around. And you know what? Perhaps Channel Ten doesn't either because Channel Ten is fucking yeah broke as shit. Because these these fucking guys, I mean, the they, only, the only way Channel Ten would want to get into the game, Channel Ten are owned by an American TV network. Yeah, and they've got that like the, if they had if could get some sort of backing from CBS or whatever to. And this is the position that always comes up when people talk about uh, American parents wanting to get in and- Yeah. We are such a fucking insignificantly small market Mm -hmm. that we do not even fucking register on their list. For example, there's a, a good friend of the show that works for a company that's in the business of- having sponsorships with different athletes. Mm-hmm. For every major sport, they have talent scouts yep. that will go and try and find, you know, uh, talented people to sponsor and you know, mutually beneficial agreement. We'll pay you kajillions of fucking dollars. You wear our brand. So- and the ne- the next the next one too before competitor brands. Yeah, but they're putting- can- they're putting yeah. active fucking work in to finding to these people, find them yeah. and identify the one. Mm-hmm. And when asked why they don't do that here, they said it's honestly no fucking payoff. And so they'll the needle just, does not move. They'll go to junior carnivals yeah. and just go fucking where are the fucking ten best kids and just give them swag yeah, and just try to develop here's, brand loyalty from. Yeah. Here's this. Would you like to be an X Y Z? Yeah. Brand athlete. Yeah. Okay, great. You get free shoes. Yep. Fuck off. Yep. We'll pay you nothing. Yep. Um, so I don't think Channel Ten will come into it. No. And so and so being being the the you know the the land, the business landscape being what it is, Channel Nine knows that. Yes. They know there are no other competing offers coming in. Correct. 
Fox know that. They know there's no competing offers coming. So they know that whatever leverage that the NRL had in having these most highly rated programs yeah. of the year, yeah. it amounts to fuck all if they can't sell it on somewhere else. Correct. Exactly. You're on, you're only worth what the market says you're worth. Exactly. And at the moment, I just don't think the market can really – can. there's no one in position to make a compelling counteroffer to try and no. to try and you know wrestle the the rights away from you know nine and Foxtel. So therefore, there is no leverage on the NRL side, and so the way I read it is they basically, I guess they have to you know somewhat given that they've got no leverage now they have to somewhat acquiesce to whatever has to happen to get games telecast this year. Yep. So that there is a you know cash flowing in and that's it, uh, and it's it's not. It's not an unsavvy move by nine to go in and go, you know what? You're actually, we consider that you are not providing your side of the bargain in this contract. Mm-hmm. We feel as if there is now no agreement between us. Yeah. So if you want anything at all for the rest of the year, so you're free, you can play your fucking games. Yeah. We don't have to televise them because you're exactly. in breach yeah. here. You haven't, it's not your fault. We understand that. Yep. Unless it but was, but however, Cameron, the contract isn't, you know, that's in it. breach it. Yeah. Yeah, unless it was Cameron Smith that ate the bat, in which case, mm-hmm. fuck him. Yep. But we don't think it was. So we know it's not your fault, but you haven't actually delivered that. Yep. So we now consider the agreement void. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are going to play it, we will consider a new agreement, but we want to talk about- That a, new agreement is obviously not going to be set at the same level And again, it's not, previous- it's not an uncommon thing for businesses. They're like, fucking look at Virgin. Yeah. You know? They're an administration, and mm-hmm. all that means is that they are restructuring the company. They're trying yep. to move money around to, to get an immediate benefit to try and make to it viable trade, to, to exactly. trade their way out of the whole. You know, to try and keep alive long enough for the Rona to yeah. subside and yeah. to perhaps be able to continue in business. And, and I don't think, honestly, and and you've made the points exactly as they should be made that the NRLs in a position of strength. The only way that the NRL could be in a position of strength was if they were ready to pull the trigger on an NRL-branded streaming service. Yep, and if they could have used some of that that line of credit that they negotiated from the UK or whatever the, you know. Yeah, it's, again, and if, if I'm very quickly considering it with very little thought put into it, if I had the option of using a line of credit or holding off for one year, two years, which we, we think very short term, especially when we're talking sport. Yeah. And we think in terms of a season mm-hmm. because that season is everything while that season is going on. But that's the difference when you're looking at something from a strategic point of view. The season itself doesn't tend to matter as much. Yeah. yeah. And so thinking one or two years down the track isn't something that would be uncommon here. Yeah. And so if I had the option of dipping into a line of credit that probably wouldn't have been given at, at terms favourable to me. No, no. In this current yeah. debt market. Yep. Or getting something to ride me through. And I noticed one of the conditions he's supposedly looking at is guaranteed payment no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Who knows if another corona will come. Yeah. But who knows so how long it will that's, last. That is, that's a negotiation of a favourable term in- their favourite. Correct. Yep. That's it. It also keeps things like the RLPA on site. Mm-hmm. So it brings the club and the administrate the clubs and the players and the administration together. Uh, it it's not a power move, 
but I don't think it's a dumb move. I th- yeah, yeah. I don't think there is a power the move only, for the NRL. The, the, the only, the only, yeah. I don't think the NRL has a power move in this mm. situation. Uh, and like, I and I get the the, the you know the the main the main uh, goal at, the, at this at this point. The mm. imperative is to survival and and to get ga- mm. you know games telecast and yep. money flowing in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And let's be frank, did the quality of the game? Sorry, finish what you were going to say. But the th- the one the the one thing I do see though the the power I mean it's all power moves from Channel Nine side obviously you know in terms of saving money but then there's also this apparent agreement from the NRL to reduce costs itself um, hmm. because you know Channel Nine's going with that whole bloated head office oh, you know dumb man. cunt egg on Twitter opinion and um, obviously they're not fucking stupid they know it's not the case but I mean it's a narrative they can push through their media enterprises and you know, indoctrinate fucking indoctrinate fucking stupid eggs on Twitter to, to say but the thing is if there's like some sort of push for the NRL to co- cut costs I would be extremely disappointed and concerned if the area they cut costs from was the digital side of things. And the streaming of games that they already yeah. do and things like that. Because if that that would have happened, it would be highly beneficial to Channel 9. 100% it would be. And highly beneficial to Foxtel. Yeah. Highly detrimental to us as fans. I, I don't think they can have that much influence on it. Hmm. And- I, I, would, I would hope not because that would be a gigantic backward step, especially when we were sort of only, you know, a week or two ago thinking like, wow, this is a, an opportunity. Hmm. For the NRL mm. to, you know, move in, yeah, to fuck Channel 9, yep. Foxtel, yep. do their own thing. No, that's not going to happen. And here's the thing. It, this is where there's going to be some differences in the broadcast environment mm-hmm. between what Volandis is used to yep. and what the NRL offers. Yep. Volandis is used to working in a racing environment. Yeah. And the amount of money generated by racing for the people that buy the broadcast rights is astronomical. Mm-hmm. It's fucking astronomical. Yeah. Uh, whoever has the broadcast rights has guaranteed sell-on, just like with uh, Fox. Yep. Telstra buys their yep. service for their apps. Yep. All the gambling companies buy the, yeah. the racing. Yep. Um, it's, it's a no-brainer to do that. Where the the TAB though aren't releasing articles every day about racing and yeah and trying to also make money from the sport in another way yeah whereas the NRL's in that unique position where they're trying to make make money from the broadcaster but the broadcasters trying to make money from the game with clicks yeah no yeah um, punters aren't clicks yeah so yeah. Yeah, it. So it, it's kind of speculative until it actually happens. But it is. I and and given the, you know that it's a Sydney Morning Herald article, which obviously you know Fairfax Channel Nine relationship yes, you know, exists, and so for them to push something that would seemingly you know favour Channel Nine is not is you know it's not something that I trust completely. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine also that. Is probably not that far from what's going to happen. No, you know. So, so we and shall the, see. It's the, all speculative, but that's what we can expect let's to be happen. Frank. Yep. Did the quality of games on the field? Yep. Increase or decrease after the last TV rights deal? After the t- last TV rights deal, which was uh, prior to two thousand and eighteen, 
Fuck, did that TV rights deal have yeah. any actual impact? No, I don't, I mean, money, I don't, I don't think money on the field. Yeah, I don't think it increased or de- or, or decreased. Oh, there was, you know, I don't think you could say you could. Yeah, I don't think you could you could point to you know could you could seriously point to the hmm. to a, a game in twenty seventeen and a game in twenty eighteen and say this is there's a market difference. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think you so know, at all. There were there were some big fucking media stories about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, the it game, shouldn't the, affect the, the game. The, ga- the game remains lar- by and large the same. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, you know when you look you know, when you when you you zoom out to a um, you know a, a higher level and, and look at it, you know, there's more mm. obvious trends and you know yep. mostly rule changes and things like that 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 spawn that sort of thing. But generally speaking, yeah, and like Channel Nine, they're not going to change the fucking quality of the no. the product on the field one little bit. Not at all. God, they could stand to change the fucking product quality of their product. <laughs> On the oh. television, <laughs> but look, though, yeah. So there's at the moment. See, this, this is going to be very interesting mm. once the games are back, and for our members, mm-hmm. when we start doing our monthly game companion. Yeah. I say we use the Channel Nine coverage because then we can mercilessly mock every fucking reality TV show promotion they bring up. Yep. Which and I'll take advice from legal legal listeners uh, should should protect us under the laws that uh, protect satire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're the parody satire. I would love an expert in that field to to sufficiently brief us on just the, uh, come at us YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually put that. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. I mean. It's tough. I mean, it's a completely unrelated subject, but I mean, even like Rogan's talking about things on on his show, and he won't put things on you know any YouTube clips up anymore, even if they're directly talking about and and that really should be protected because because that's you know, like things news like news or yeah things like or, film reviews and things yeah, like that. You know, it. you can put scenes out of, out of movies and things like that up on there while you're speaking over yeah. the top of it and everything. So. I I assume that what will happen is we get we we'll get fucking we'll get we'll get DMCA'd yeah and then argue it and then it'll be like yeah okay but at that point you've already been knocked off so exactly yeah that exactly. that's what that will probably that's probably how it works and how it will happen but anyway that's something else to talk about so at the moment we don't know it's speculation time I don't know if people would be expecting us to just be like oh fuck Channel Nine or fuck Flanders or fucking you know Knife Greenberg blah 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 at this stage trying to be rational about things I'd one hundred percent like for the game to get the money. The same amount of money mm-hmm. to do nothing else for the broadcast, and then in 2022 renegotiate. So they've yeah. got a couple of years to build up that digital arm, mm-hmm. so they can go into 2022 and say, "Look, we're here to negotiate with you, but this is our other option." Yeah, and it also gives and, and it gives Channel Ten chance to get out of their, their fuck yep. situation and the Rona, and you've got all sorts of companies, you know, that yeah. all, that'll be all coming out of that at the same time. But I also realised that we're in the midst of a fucking unseen global pandemic, mm-hmm. which has given the greatest economic impact since the Great Depression. Yeah. So, what would have been a perfect situation in smooth sailing environment isn't necessarily something that's realistic now. No. And looking across the other sports, you know, the in terms of the impact of Corona. Like you look across America, they've got yep. no chance of restarting their seasons. None. And that's more so about how fucking stupid they've been and yeah. holding spit-in-my-mouth parties for dumb cunts. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but even the AFL, like one yep. of the AFL's major sponsors is Virgin. Yeah. 
So the NRL is looking at, well, okay, we might need to take a haircut later down the track to make us viable now, mm-hmm. which again, lots of other businesses are doing right now. Yeah. It's what's happening. If you've been unfortunately affected by corona mm-hmm. and you say, I need to stop my mortgage payments, yep. then they pick up again and you've got a higher balance. So you're going to pay more. Mm-hmm. But you've done that to get through to help get and through you, a yeah, tough and period. You, you had all all of your money to eat during this time. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, that's not a perfect analogy, but no, but it's close enough. Um, I'm excited for Footy to be back. Yep. Um, fuck Greenberg as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Yep. Fuck and, Channel Nine. And if and you're Fox down Del. with Channel Nine, fuck you too. Yep. Foxtel, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. And we shall see how just just how fucking terrible the the extension and the the terms and all that sort of thing are going yeah. forward. Because then we may have a, a lot more to say about it if it's like once I mean, once if Volandis are- allows the NRL to get completely fucking bent over it, yeah, and starts doing things like regressing the game back to like I mean, the Channel Nine it mentions here that they they want to. A request, a request from Channel 9, no, as a, a, as a bid to rejuvenate the game and move towards a decentralised governance model like the English Premier League, which gives a you know a push to empower the clubs. Empower for what? That's the thing. I don't quite understand that. I don't know anything about the English Premier League, really, so I'm not sure about how that actually functions as an organisation and how, how they how they work it over there. But by, by decentralising business, all, all that means is that there is no one entity that has direct control. Yeah, well, they want, they want obviously, less less you know no commission or less uh, less power yeah. you know resides at the commission yeah so then how do you compare that with yeah. models like american sport that have a fucking gigantic head office in almost mm-hmm. every instance yeah and are incredibly successful yeah and incredibly have an incredible amount of control yeah yeah don't know that, that's that's something that i need to look into a little bit more and i will as i will when it actually comes to pass what this deal is going to be once we have um, details we can speak about what is going to happen or has happened rather than this fucking speculation bullshit exactly and i mean because I, i'm sure there's going to be a lot of fucking i mean like if you just look at social media there's going to be a lot out there of people just going oh fucking land he's fucking taking it back to truck raffle there yeah we'll we'll see whatever our, yeah. our, our response is we'll see yep um, and then, you know, time comes, fuck yeah, we'll unleash. Exactly. Uh, what would be interesting, though, I still would like to know how much we need to crowdfund to cover a lawyer for the person who, you know, hypothetically crowbars Danny Weedler in the knees right in the middle of one of his fucking <laughs> shit cunt reports. <laughs> I'm standing outside NRL headquarters. <laughs> fucking whack. <laughs> <laughs> Just full fucking Tonya Harding you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera's obviously like you know he, he goes to the ground camera follows him to the ground then it goes back up to the person holding the crowbar who then is just like pulls out and have it has like a backpack or a fucking man bag or something pulls out a bat takes a bite out of it and spits it into, into Wheeler's mouth <laughs> no it just pulls it out fucking eat that bat you fucking eat that bat <laughs> That's a yeah. That, that's my shit right yeah, there. It's not a kamikaze mission. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw this story, but um, Nelson Asafa Solomona has challenged Darcy Lussie to a boxing fight. Uh, he he took a screen grab of of Lussick, uh, you know, standing over a dead Justin Hodges after the the, the, the boxing <laughs> match they had, and uh, 
and said and and put a caption on there that said uh, when you fight a retired back um, Darcy Lussick if you want a real fight I'll happily jab your face off for easy money he wrote on the post fuck and uh, look Nelson's a big boy yes he is I would imagine he doesn't- can throw him too if the video wow. in Bali is- yeah when he's all jacked up on fucking <laughs> he's all jacked up on fucking on barley pingers whatever the fuck he was on but um can you imagine how many pingers it'd take to move the needle on that cunt yeah fucking hell trust me I'm a fucking I'm a I'm a big man too in my own way I understand <laughs> trials and tribulations <laughs> of trying to get your blood limit to a certain level um but the the thing is, well, Lussie has a long fucking history of boxing. He actually can box. He's yeah. not like he's not one of these these rugby league hobbyists like Paul Gallen. Yes, who's like a rugby league player, and then the, I mean, he's he was boxing since the same time he's probably been playing football, mm. which showed with Justin Hodges because Justin Hodges. You know, he had no problem running through fat cunts that you know yeah. <laughs> that, that they yeah, stood up against it. him. But then he came against someone who can actually, you know, consistently throw out a jab. Yes, and. You know, 39 seconds later, he's fucking gone, yeah. you know, like that yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I imagine Nelson, he seems to have a little bit of power from what I've seen. <laughs> but a bar room, you know, a barley yeah. street fight is not exactly the, the, it's not the greatest proving ground. And at the same time, it's also not the greatest example of what the skills are. So, I'm all for it. You know, these things, you know, it's, they, they're generally meaningless in the scheme of things. But, you know, get in there, big Nelson. Because, I mean, he wasn't there. He wasn't there at the Brookie Brawl. No, you know, he, wasn't. He, he was. He was uh, only. A, he was barely a twinkle in Bellamy's fucking sack at the time. At the time of the, uh, the a twinkle in Bellamy's fucking tank of genetic experiments that he's <laughs> just churning these cunts out of. It was funny. I was just. I was just looking back over his, over his career today when I was looking at that story. I was like, yeah, he, he started. You know, he, he was coming up when he first started. He was like second row. I mean, how big is that? Fucking yeah. fuck? At what point were you thinking? Oh yeah, that cunt's not a prop. <laughs> like when? Yeah. Unless they put him on the growth or something. But um, while we're speaking of the storm, it would be it would be remiss of us not to take a trip down memory lane. This day, April twenty second, two thousand and ten, ten years ago. Mm. I swear, it's almost it's, it's ten years ago and one year ago to the day my dick recovered from the savage <laughs> fucking beating that's received. <laughs> For the past decade, <laughs> over, over the Melbourne Storm salary cap incident, um, it, it's funny when people talk about the the, the Rona and the, these all these big events. What's the first big event that you can remember? Oh, I remember where I was when fucking oh fucking why do you unmute yourself again? Happens every week. I'm sure that cunt was muted too. All the way down there, look at you, you fucker. Just fucking just stay muted, cunt. Now. People will say will say things like, "Oh, you know, I remember when you know the fucking you know Durka Durka's nine eleven, yeah, or like you know Princess you know, when Princess Di died, or you know yeah. shit like that." When fucking what was his name? Dodie. Dodie. Yeah. What a fuck, man. That's bad. Hey. What? What, what exactly? He's driving, or well, if you're getting a blowjob, yeah, and your car crashes that hard that it fucking flips yeah, and rolls. Like you're not going to hit your head for a fair while. Yeah, it makes me think of other 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 car crashes and whose dicks and whose mouths in those ones. Ooh. <laughs> like how bad? Like dying's fucking bad enough. Yeah. But for the last ten seconds of your life to be a mix between oh my god I'm dying and oh my god my dick just got chomped off. Yeah, well I mean we, you you would hope for a swift death. 
you, you would hope he was the first to go, really. <laughs> but uh, and yeah, th- while this is certainly not the first event that I that that I can you know first big sort of event. So I remember, do you reckon as, I she, can- as she was going? Yeah, Princess Die. Yeah, I was like. Like ten thousand spoons when all I need is a knife. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, this is not the first big event obviously that I can remember because yeah, I've been around, but um I do remember exactly fucking where I was when it happened. Mm. This seat right yes. here. And I remember I st- you'd see the things on, on Twitter start to come up and you're like, what the fuck? And I remember going upstairs, turned the TV on, sat on the coffee table in front of the in front of the TV, mm-hmm. wrapped yes. by the David Gallup press conference and just like masturbating just immediately. Mm. And like, I mean, it had to change the fucking rug up there. I swear it was that, it was that crazy. <laughs> and I, it was in the very, it was in the infancy of this show as well. Um, I want to say the episode uh, would have been. Well, what would it, what I remember what happened was Glenn before we started. He's like, okay, look, you know, we'll do this, but I'll just you know just so you know, in April, you know, for the last two weeks of April or whatever, I'm booked to go. I'm going to PNG to do Kokoda, and I'm like, that's fine. We'll, we'll figure out something. Fuck, was that then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so then it fit, and so then so this thing blew like the then the show blew up pretty quick, and. Uh, to the point where it wasn't it wasn't really a an option to just not do episodes for two weeks or whatever while he wasn't there. Mm. So I was like, "Fuck it, we'll figure something out." And so I had you know some, uh, I had a friend that lived close, um, and she came on and did the episode. It would have been episode five, and that would have been on the the week one week before I think the storm thing. Uh, no, no, actually, no. She, it, was, it was we were recording. Fucking when we were recording, I think we might have been doing Monday nights back then. Yeah, so we fine. recorded. So she, we recorded a show because Glenn was away on the Monday night. The storm shit kicked off. It would have been like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yep. And then so and she like is lucky that she just sort of lived down the road. And so I said, you know, you want to come over and do another one? And she's like, yeah, right. So we did that, and so it was like a special episode in between. But I think it was, I think it was around episode six. Yep. So it was very fucking early on in the piece. Um. But yeah, I, I remember it clearly, and uh, at the time, as well, having a lot of friends involved um, with the Manly Club, it was just a fucking jubilant, a jubilant time. Because yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, because they knew exactly what was going on anyway. Yeah. You know, in Clubland, it, you know, people knew what was going on, or at the very worst, they suspected. <clears throat> and then, so to have that sort of stuff come out, and you know, and and be actually confirmed, my my mail on it from people involved with a couple of different clubs was that, and this wasn't long after it. Yeah. They were, they were actually shocked at the levels that they went to, like the whole yeah. two contract thing and having the, one the amount of organization, you know, behind it. That, which also left them open to, to fuck ups. Yeah. You know, whereas all the other clubs are like, why don't you just use fucking cash in brown paper bags? Yeah, brown paper you know, bags, yeah. and you know why don't you just fucking buy cars for their mums like yeah. normal fucking clubs? Well, yeah, you don't even go the, to the cars for the mums level because even that's traceable to a, you know to a, an extent. But like cash, but oh, you know, you'd, you'd find it very fucking hard to if it's done properly. You'd find yeah. it very fucking hard to yeah. actually trace it back, but. It's 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 always shocked me that 
the people in Clubland, they weren't they weren't about oh the cheating. <laughs> they were about why the fuck did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, you know they were they did it very fucking well, and it was only via a whistleblower that they were even caught. Yep. They they were pretty much going to get away with it. Yeah. And then the whistleblowers just you know like dumped them in the shit. Yeah. At the at the eleventh hour. Mm-hmm. Um. So which, which yeah. is funny. One of my guilty pleasures was an old series. Uh, it was called American Greed. Okay. And it was about the biggest scam artists in American history. Fucking go and find it. Fantastic series. There was a follow-up called American Greed, The Fugitives, which was fucking trash. Avoid that it one. It even sounds it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was like America's most wanted for financial crimes, yeah, which is okay. just not interesting at all. So, this is a docu- documentary series or is it like a, uh, like a dramatization it, it was events. pretty fucking cheesy. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a, a legit doco, but it okay. went through like Ponzi schemes, yeah, yeah. real estate scams and art yep. scams and yep. uh, wine investment scams and all these ones. And the only ways people ever got caught was a disgruntled employee or they got greedy. Yep. So, you're 100% right. If the storm had just kept everybody gruntled and they didn't start to go, oh, fuck, we're actually getting away with this. Um, let's go start to fucking acquire some players. Yeah. Well, you know, what's, you know, who, who else would you have taken at that stage? You know, maybe yeah, say, well, know. what's Jared Hayne doing? Do we want him yeah. in the centres or- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, they would have got away with it and it would have been Suzuki Swifts and boats yeah, and the one people's thing, driveways. Yeah, the one thing about the, you know, I would love nothing more just to close off, you know, just for closure on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh to speak to the like to the whistleblower, like, who what? are they? Well, it's, that's it. That it's unknown. I'm pretty sure. Were there ever legal investigations into it? There was, um, because the the club, because you have to when when you when you have your salary cap de- declarations and your contracts with the lodge with the NRL, you have to do the you know you have to make stat decks. So therefore, the owners were like, well, fucking anyone involved in this. I want them investigated for, you know, if they're doing stat decks to the effect of this, yeah. then that's fraud. And, you know, so they actually got the Victorian police involved uh, to try and, to, you know, to determine. Uh, and, you know, ASIC got involved as well just to try and see if there was anything. They, and apparently they just didn't find anything. And Victorian police eventually just got to the point where they were like, look, yeah. we don't have any more resources that we can devote to this. So, which, and, you know, to, to cast your mind back to the last one, the Parramatta one. Yep. The way they got them. Was through yeah. liquor, through their liquor license or their gaming license or whatever it yep. is to operate a club because yep. it, it was the board of the actual club, the leagues, the, league, the yeah, leagues yeah, club, yeah, not yeah. the football. Yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, it, it is it is completely fair as well to to say uh, in regards to the Parramatta situation is that at a board meeting that was recorded, oh, audio recording, they. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they 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 spoke about the you know they like, spoke about that, whatever. That is was that doing. not enough to stop all this fucking talk of we need rugby league people running head office? Yeah, because that's what rugby league people do. A, they go and do fraudulent shit, mm-hmm. but then B, they talk about their fraudulent shit in a board meeting where there's a fucking giant machine recording the board meeting. Yep. It. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Fucking hell! Anyway. I hear, I hear. You. So, uh, um, 
As a result, when it all came down, they were stripped of the 2007-2009 premierships, the 2006-2007-2008 minor premierships, uh, a an Australian sporting record of $1.689 million in, uh, in fines. Um, 1.1 million of that was prize money that was redistributed equally between the other 15 clubs. Uh, 89,000 in prize money from the World Club Challenge, which was given to Lee's Rhinos, and then a maximum fine of 500 grand for breaching the salary cap. Uh, deducted all eight, eight premiership points they had received in the 2010 season, barred them from receiving any more premiership points, um, including buys that season, and uh, for the rest of the 2010 season. And so what they basically accepted their punishment without mm-hmm. question. But then later on, they tried to appeal the loss of the uh, premierships and the premiership points for that season. Uh, they ultimately dropped the court action with that and paid the NRL's legal costs. And uh, they had to urgently meet the 2011 salary cap by uh, December 31st, 2010. So they had to cut their payroll by um, just over a million dollars. And uh, failure to do that would have seen them suspended from the 2011 NRL season. So... Um, on the, the next day, they see the NRL sees the secret dossier hidden in the home of the acting chief executive, Matt Hansen. The dossier contained letters of offer to three of the Storms players, Inglis, Slater, and Smith, and another unnamed player guaranteeing illegal payments in the form of goods from third parties. For one player with a $400,000 contract lodged with the NRL, the letter of offer was valued at $950,000. And so it's one of those three guys and contained a $20,000 gift voucher for Harvey Norman and a $30,000 boat. Other offers included a new car for a player's partner and thirty thousand in home renovations, and the offers amounted to seven hundred grand, of which the four players had already received four hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brian Waldron was one of the the big casualties. He wasn't even at the storm, I think, at the time. I think he was with the Rebels, the rugby union mm-hmm. side in Melbourne at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, he signed all the letters of offer, but only Inglis and Slater had signed theirs. And um, and they're saying they it is said that the letters were written in a way the players may not have realised the extra payments were outside the cap. So ultimately, yeah, despite all like significant, in fact, you know, probably doubling of their contracts registered with the NRL, um, no players were ever found personally responsible or or indeed okay. punished for anything. So again, putting myself in a fucking dodgy storm. Runners' shoes. How could you feasibly explain that to a player that look, you're going to get this much money into your bank account? Yep. Are they that dumb that you could say, no, 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 the salary cap just means your salary and that's this? Yeah. This is just stuff we give you because we like you. Yeah. Can they, they are they, are they legit? Well, the other the other thing is, you know, what about the 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 the, the player agents? As in, how do they take their ten percent of that? Well, yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, how are they? How how did they not? You know, every player agent involved, because I, as to my recollection, no player agents. No, got, no one. And like, so you, I mean, you could make an argument that the players were un, unaware yep. of, you know, which portions were inside the cap and which portions were outside the cap, mm-hmm. but the agents are hundred percent fucking aware. Because they're the ones doing the negotiation. Yep. And they're the ones. And you know what? They might say to the player, look, you know, have the little stickers on there. I need you to sign here, over there, here. Yeah. Name and sign That's there. That's it. Like, I get that. And, pl- and, if a pl- and, if, and if a player's paying a lot of money, you know, to a, to an agent and they, they've got a yeah. relationship with this guy and they trust that, that, you know, that's what's happening. 
So that's a fair, okay, absolve the players. But how the fuck did they get away with it? How did the yeah. managers get away with it? The and agents. Fuck, isn't that interesting? Like, you're not talking small chunks of change there. Yeah. Let's say a manager's on 10%. Yep. That's 40 grand a year. Yeah, or it's 80. Yeah, it's, four, it's, four, it's potential 40 grand lost from earnings. So is that something that because that wasn't, like the NRL has no remit to investigate dealings between agents and Or maybe clubs. didn't back then, you know. Is that we've had a situation with agents, remember, you know, in the years yeah. since we have. Yeah. And, you know, was this something that maybe woke them up to potentially doing something? I, I can't recall. So how is that? Well, okay, you get Billy to sign. Yeah. Um, and look, Is the agent seriously going to not go, well, hang on. There's there's an extra four hundred grand worth of stuff here because these players are absolutely not negotiating on their own behalf. Yeah, that's a very rare situation. Yeah, like a handful of players do. How that. am I as the agent getting going to get ten percent of his boat? Can I go and use it on weekends? The way I see it is that it's either it would have had to have been a backdoor payment to. It's either the agent knows and should have been punished, or mm-hmm. the player knew and should have been punished. Yeah, both of them can't not know. And at the very least, agents should have been stripped of all accreditation mm-hmm. because even if they pled ignorance and said, I didn't know, they that's fucking, just as damning. They should have fucking known. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah, anyway, it is what it is. The NRL acted swiftly. Good on them. They did. It was one of, it was, it was one of the, well, in, in a week where leadership is, you know. Forever tainted has, the has credibility been- of the club and anything they do from now then until the history of fucking time. Exactly. We'll have an asterisk next to it. Everything they ever did and everything they ever will do. Any discussion. Carries, carries a, an air of illegitimacy because- any, any discussion about Cameron Smith being in the top five players to play the game mm-hmm. is instantly fucking considered a horseshit conversation. Well, there's your goat. I mean, because he was one of the named parties. Yeah. The, you know, they, they, they named- There were four players. They named three of them. He was one of them. Yep. So- you know, speculate all you like about who the other one would be. I mean, Cooper Cronk's name wasn't mentioned. Was it him? I don't know. Mm. Who else was on massive coin back then? I mean, they had this. They had the shed. They had the shed Inglis over it. Um, he was one of the ones named though. Slater was named. Yeah, that was post Matt King, wasn't it? Yeah, and out there in the centres and wing, would he have even really been on like that mega, mega, mega money? Really, I don't think he would have been as a rep player. He would have been paid well for his position. And that's, but, what, but that's he, what I'm saying, though. It yeah. was just to get him under the cap. And if he'd been there long enough and he was a rep player, maybe that was a nice, yeah. easy, yeah, we'll give But, him I a- mean, like, if you look at him and you look at Cooper Cronk, I mean, I know who's more, uh, who, who's having more effect on- 100%. Getting the victories for the side, you know. And that's and he's in and he's playing in a higher bracket. Does of- Cooper Cronk's- And, you know, look, it, it was a decade ago, so he's not the- Yeah. Um cyborg that he is today does he strike you as the sort of player that you'd want to try that with like tell me you can't see putting something in front of Cameron Smith and saying sign here wink wink yeah yeah, and him being okay yeah yeah does Cooper Cronk strike you as that sort of person yeah probably not Mm. but then that's it so then that then the logical extension to that is okay he's uh we've agreed that he's intelligent enough that who else he would go into that with both eyes open so then is he the guy that would do that and then i and then i would say geez a smart a smart nrl player understands the shortness of a career and the imperative of earning as much money in as but getting a boat and a suzuki 
Yeah, that's but that's like fifty thousand dollars worth of the of like four hundred thousand dollars over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's you know there's there is cash money in there to Who be else? had. Was Kidwell still playing? He's not worth it. The cash? No, he's not. But again, clubs. The, the, yeah, but the only thing is, if if the, if you told me that there were eight players and eight players and I only named three, then fuck yeah, King Kill, all those guys. But they're not. They're not saying. I mean, it was the unnamed player got four hundred thousand. It might have been that there was yeah. one player that went from four hundred to nine hundred. The other two got another two hundred, and there was a fourth player that got another fifty. Yeah, let me see. Because um, we're talking as like a an absolutely significant amount of money. For example, using the example of the first player, a four hundred thousand dollar contract lodged with the NRL. Mm. The value of the letter of offer was nine hundred and fifty thousand. So even if you take the boat and the jet skis and fuck whatever out of it. I mean, they're still getting like another four hundred grand cash. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which is which is another reason that like it it was it was mind blowing that people like that like players or agents didn't get killed because just the fucking ATO. What are they doing with that money? Yeah, I mean, if they're not banking it, then they're. Although that's the thing, though, you would in that situation you would assume that it all went through the Storm's payroll system, so it all would have been taxed legitimately. Yeah, um, I suppose it's, so. I mean, it's not actually it's not illegal for them to pay them money. It's only illegal in terms of the the NRL, yeah, and their rules that they apply. That's it. They weren't breaking any mm. laws by paying the extra money, unless they unless they were because they weren't registering. They'd be paid the extra money. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm. An interesting time, but let me tell you, oh fuck that! It just it makes me happy. Just look at my timeline today, mm. with uh, all my friends, like you know, sharing the memories that you know from from today. It's just such a glorious time. I take such pleasure in it to this day. And if you're a Melbourne Storm fan and it was a terrible day for you, I mean, you deserve it, honestly. Yeah. It, it's always struck me as a fucking strange thing. Like you get dickheads. Do like, you remember when Aaron Woods was relevant and people used to talk to him in the media? No, no, I'm not that old. I haven't been following the game that long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when they were talking about uh, the NRL wanted access to players' tax returns. Yep. And he, oh, they've got no fucking right. They've got no fucking right. Well, you know what? They fucking do because (laughs) the minute clubs stop paying you through legitimate payroll methods, Mm -hmm. then they're actually in trouble with, you know, government entities. Yep, yep. And I personally, I think that would be almost one of the quickest ways to not eliminate but stomp out a lot of the shit that's gone on. Yep. Is just open it up. You know? Yeah, exactly. You, you want access to the NRL's financials? What's the difference? Yeah. You know? And I mean, and, and the Are way- they going to know how much you get paid by fucking breakfast radio for doing an appearance? Yeah, and the only way around know? that is a situation like a club would have, for example, if they had a high-powered business- businessman's group that wasn't associated with the club per se, mm-hmm. but independently met for the best interests of the club. Yep. And therefore, and, you know, we're all, you know, independently wealthy and would be able to make mm. cash payments and they wouldn't care because mm. it's their cash money. They're not trying to mm-hmm. claim anything, of, you know, from it mm-hmm. uh, and the players not banking it. Correct. You know what I mean? The, like we, you know, or we, like clubs where we heard where players were given a or well, they were assigned a pokey at the league's club. Yep. There was their pokey. Yep. And any coins that went into that pokey yeah. were their coins. That's it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. another situation that's happened. Or, you know, again, in North Queensland, mm-hmm. 
where, you know, just so happens that people high up in the club happen to know a thing or two about real estates and just happen to have a couple of developments on the go at any mm-hmm. given stage. And they're just giving advice. They're saying, you know what? I really think that this development would be a great investment opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a shrewd negotiator, you might be able to negotiate the, pro- the price of this property down well, yeah. to a tenth of what it would normally be. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, you, yeah. uh, you might be able to get $200,000 off the land. Mm. You would still, unfortunately, have to live in Townsville, though. Uh, yeah. And there is no amount of money that can make up for that. Nope. Mm. <laughs> Okay, quickly, the recaps as streamed. Uh, great week of action um, for the people who have been following the streams. The request was to jack up the difficulty, so uh, we did this week. And uh, I've got to say, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. In fact, um, there were there was some sometimes there was a bit of a struggle, but I think probably before rugby league starts again, we'll probably be on the highest difficulty level um, because we're getting fucking ninja this game. Uh, the, the, the games this week, as per what would have been round six, had the rugby league be, has rugby league be operating at the moment. The Cowboys 18 to feed the storm nil glorious. Another L for the storm this week. And, uh, (laughs) the, uh, man of the match again, I think it was Tamalolo. Um, Manly in the first game under the higher difficulty level, Manly 24 to feed the Titans zero. Um, it was fairly comfortable. I was a little bit nervous because it was the first time, you know, first time under that difficulty level. And I went to halftime at 12 nil. Uh, then Cherry Evans scored off the kickoff after halftime. And then Dylan Walker scored off the kickoff following that. And so it was fucking yeah. shut, it was shut the gate. Um, the Broncos 12 to feed the Sharks six. I was uh, using the Broncos in this game. I bombed at least two tries. And um, David Fafita scored just after halftime to take the lead, which they managed to hold for the whole game. One thing this difficulty level does have is uh, fatigue and things like that too. And there's some players running around that are just fucking dead on their feet. Like, and, you, <laughs> and you try and substitute them in and, and you know other guys in for them. And just like like, like props, for example, they, they just fucking die out there. Yeah. And, and like halves, like spine players as well. They just fucking die. And you can't really substitute them around either. Yeah. You need them, you know? um, the Knights six to feed the Raiders zero. Pierce scored in the first 10 minutes and that was it. Just had to hold, hold on for the whole game because it was one of those games. Like Saifidi's dead set didn't last a fucking half each. They were dead by the 30-minute mark of each half. That, that's not too far from the actual <laughs> yeah. reality of- I'm, I'm starting to think this game might be more like real life than I gave it credit for. Uh, the reason- just get a, a feel from Knights fans? Yeah. How do you feel about Saifidi? D. Yeah. I, just, I would love for you to let me know how you feel. Is he a like a cult favourite, um, or do you see him as he really is? <laughs> Look, I will refer you to prior Matthew and the opinion of Cronulla Sharks fans yes. to let you know that you are barking up the wrong fucking tree. Okay. Play it. Well, yeah, I'm going to say that, but I mean, fuck, I made a name for myself on this podcast absolutely shitting on the likes of Adam Cuthbertson and fucking Chris Bailey and people like that. T Rex, what, what about, when they were playing for my team. Yeah. You know? What about Matadia? How do you feel? You know? Do you remember nice when he was a thing? 
remember Sione? when the whole fucking family was a thing? Yeah, well, well, Sione was the thing, remember? And then the four of them were going to go like part and parcel over to the dogs. That's right. And then, so then the Knights had to pay them. To, and like, remember, like Sione was like, he got into the Australian team yeah. that year as like a fucking like you know, 19 or- Yeah, you know, Mal or, couldn't yeah. pronounce his fucking name. Yeah. I remember, the, I remember the press conference. And then since then, like Kaiser Sose, poof, you'll just, never see him again. <laughs> it just seems that whenever anything shit happens to the Newcastle club on the field- Yeah. Like Matadi is within spitting distance of it if he's not in the middle. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Roosters 18 defeat the Warriors zip. The Eels 28 defeat the Bulldogs 6. And I was like raced out to a lead. The Dogs clawed back and got a try. And then uh, they put on a couple, one run full time to bury them. Uh, the most epic game of the round was the Rabbitohs 8 defeat the Dragons 6 in Golden Point. And it was a game that people were looking forward to running up a score on the uh, using the Rabbitohs against the Dragons. But I'll tell you. Fucking dragons! They hung in there, yeah. and the fatigue, the fatigue shit, smashed the rabbitos. No fucking cardio in that side at all. Really? And so we get into we get into the into the golden point. Adam Reynolds had one percent stamina left. Oh Jesus! Made a line break, got coat hanging around the forty meter line out wide, but probably fifteen meters in from touch, forty meters out, and I'm like fuck it. He's got to step up. <laughs> ben Hunt had an opportunity for a field goal 30 metres out, didn't take it. This It, it went deep into Golden Point, multiple possessions for each side. This game's more realistic than I remember. Oh, it's crazy. And then and, and so Adam Reynolds had the, the hit, hit the conversion from about 40 metres out wide and, yeah, nailed it. Fucking, and so he had 1% stamina left, but he won. So he got the, he got the kick, 8-6, man of the match performance. And finally, the uh, West Tigers 12 defeat the Panthers 2 in what was a, an epic close encounter, nil all at half time. Second half, I go through the fatigue list and look at all these guys at half dead, swap players around, get Cheekham in the side. I think I threw him in at lock because, you know, like whoever was whoever was starting at lock was dead. And um, and so off the kickoff, just said, fuck it, just went for it and just spread it. Someone sailed down the, down the, the right touch line, got tackled about 10 uh. meters out, spin it in, Cheekam first touch of the ball, step step scores under the sticks to, and then I took a I took a cowardly penalty to take it out to eight nil. Panthers start surging. I coat hang a Cleary ten meters out. The stage is set for the Panthers to get on the board for the first time, and boy did they ever! Cleary the penalty goal took the penalty yeah. goal. Fucking cow ten meters out from. Well, there you <laughs> go. Now this game's how I remember. It. <laughs> and then at the end, and yeah, so then it was eight two for a long period of time, and uh, and Benji got the the match ceiling try, and he was man of the match again, and uh, so yeah, the Yuri Cleary, um, Yuri over Cleary, it's it's ended on Twitch. Tough. So if you if you uh, if you you can watch the complete complete streams for each game at uh, twitch.tv forward slash this week in league, and uh, then I, I do highlights as well just for the, the scoring plays for the games as well. So if you want to get on there. Uh, Get on that. Get on there and look at videos, and you'll see the highlights, videos, and stuff like that. I think I've got a couple I haven't done yet from the last couple of games last week, but I'll get them done. Um, and with Twitch, you've got a, lo- a number of achievements that you need to sort of tick, and things to reach like affiliate status. And like you need to have like a certain number of average viewers yep. per stream. You need to stream for a number of hours. You need to stream on a number of days. You need to have a certain number of followers. We've smashed all of those except yep. for the number of days. So the next stream that happens. We'll put us over that yeah, level, and then we'll be affiliate, and then then it's a big to become a Twitch partner is a fucking a massive hike. You need to average like seventy five viewers, average oh, a stream. Okay. So you know I'm, we'll have to bump that up significantly. I better go get some fakies then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Right, mailbag for this week. Where's all my mailbag shit? Oh, there it is there. Just want to make sure I've got it all. Fuck, this, the way this fucking, um, this uh, budget version of Word that I'm using lays things out sometimes is fucking infuriating um, in, in terms of that when you put images in there like screenshots and stuff, it just fucking throws them all over the fucking place. The first thing, though, that I have to mention is um, our man Chewy. He uh, went through the Twitch results over the last couple of weeks. Chewy, he's done it. He put the he put the uh, the scores um, as best he could. I don't think you could put exact margins in. I get to choose from like you know like six, twelve, or you know eight, fourteen. Yeah, that's yeah. So so the margins aren't one hundred percent what they should be um, for accuracy. However. He's good, you know, certainly in terms of the two points each round and the margins are close. So uh, at the moment, as I scroll down to it, based on that, the uh, current table stands, if games were continuing as per the streams, the Rabbitohs on top of the table. Jesus. Tied at the top of them as well. There's no undefeated sides at this point. Mm -hmm. The Rabbitohs have uh, one loss and on top of the table. Tied with the Cowboys, also with only one loss at this point. So hang on, how many points are they in total? So they got they've got uh, ten on the okay. table, so five wins, ten okay. points. So that so this is taking into account the actual two games that happened. Yes, this plus- is a, the the table the table that existed after two rounds, plus what's happened since on Twitch. Good work. So uh, Manly also tied on top there with uh, ten. Then we go back to the Eels on eight, Knights on eight, Panthers on eight, Tigers on eight, mm-hmm. and then we go back again to Broncos on six. Uh, in the eight on four and against. Mm-hmm. Storm on six. Titans on six. Raiders, Roosters, and Warriors on four. Dragons two. Bulldogs two. And without a single solitary point this season, the Sharkies. <laughs> Stone motherless fucking last. Fucking spooners. Spooner position after six rounds of action and with no competition points to show for it. As they fucking deserve. Okay, what else we got here in the mailbag? Sagar says, do you think the NRL should in- introduce a player sit-out and five-minute sin-bin system for time-wasting? For example, if a player uh, or team continuously wastes time, like they hold up play so they can stretch or other things that waste time and not let the game flow, if they do that multiple times, then the player or the team should be penalised with a player sit-out or a five-minute sin-bin. Do you think it'll work or will it just waste more time? Yeah, I, I like um, the, the crux of what you're getting at. Yep. I'd love for referees to, to fuck off with time wasting. Yep. And to have a, an almost ruthless mentality in which they warn, and it doesn't even have to be a captain. Yep. Um, oh, fuck, look, I suppose it should be. Warn them and then blow the whistle. And you don't need to sit players down or anything like that. I think just losing possession in the game at its current yeah, like uh, penalty state. straight. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you know, you you will find that as as with what happened with the the punching. Yep. When they enforce it, and there's a there's a threat, and mm-hmm. that threat is carried through. Yep. I mean, with the punching, I mean, it's the, the you know, sim binning is the is, is the option. Yeah. But it stops fucking pretty much yeah. immediately, and when it doesn't. You know, like yeah, I remember like Mitchell Good, you know, punched Matai in the head, boom, gone. Yeah. Uh, the fucking um, Curtis uh, Curtis Scott and Dylan Walker gone. Yep. Like 
this just happened straight away. Yeah. And you can name on like one hand the amount of mm. incidents. Yeah. Even the, in the finals, what was it? Storm versus with fucking Nelson and whoever, like first tackle, they started punching. Yeah. It was like Storm and East or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah boom, yeah, yeah. gone. Yep. First tackle. Yeah. That's it. So as long as, as long as the referees, like, you know, bring, bring a ruling in and then they're prepared to ruthlessly enforce it, then fuck yeah, I think it'll work. And again, if, which is whether they do. Not to get into another fucking rant about what absolute fucking shit cunts Fox Media and Channel Nine are, but if you cast your mind back to the beginning of last year, mm-hmm. when there was a clampdown on being offside of all things, yeah, you know, and I heard referees say things that were fucking music to my ears, uh, especially to teams like the Storm. Yep, when a team would run up early on the right side, and the offense would go left. Yep. And they'd blow a penalty anyway. Yep. And the offending team's captain would literally go to the ref and say, but they didn't even come our way. And the referee would say, no, but by you running up, you forced them to- yeah, which is true. To play yeah. there, which is 100% true. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the attack was better. There was more free-flowing rugby league. Um, but then the fucking media cunts got their eyes in. Oh, there's too many penalties. Yeah. There's too many penalties, uh, and you're enforcing the rules too much. Yeah, which is fucking hilarious yeah. when you hear it said out loud. Yeah. So, um, yep. But yeah, look, if it could only only be a benefit to to waste this time. Yep. Uh, Chris said, uh, "Why do we love a game that treats us so poorly? Why do we think it will change when it disappoints us so much?" Don't be so negative, man. It's not the end of the world yet. It's a fucking Yuri of Cleary. Smarten up your ISO cunt. Look, it's just- we, we I'll also, give you a pass because I, you know- Because you're, you're the inventor of that fucking godforsaken hashtag. Well, well inventor, I mean, it's such a, it's such a, a proper term for yeah, cunt. No, no one can own Yuri of Cleary. Oh, he fucking owns it. He's going to fucking own it when I see him next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Which, fuck, would have been like next week or Magic Weekend. Fucking fuck, that's rough. It's just reminding me, triggering me all over again. It's a terrible thing when you're passionate about something to the extent that it is a significant aspect of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And you feel that things should happen for the best interest of this thing you love. And those things don't happen. Mm-hmm. But I would say to you, take a step back. The, the game's still there. And like we were saying before, in the last TV rights deal, the game itself mm-hmm. didn't really change. Um, you know, we, the, the example I just gave you, we had those few weeks where they were adjudicating the rules yep. perfectly. Yep. Uh, and then it went back. Realistically, though, the game itself didn't really yep. change. Yep. Um, St. George choke. Tigers come ninth. Yeah. What? Yeah. What else do you need? Exactly. Really. As long as those two things keep happening, I mean, the game of rugby league will yeah, be strong. Exactly. Spot on. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to to, Put to involve yourself in the in the intricacies and nuances it's, of of the business around the game. Yeah. Social media kind of demands you do. Oh. But you don't have to fucking subscribe to no, that. No, social media doesn't. Social media just fucking makes everybody an expert on fucking everything. Right, right. This is true. And this is- I'd had this big fucking argument with somebody about a different issue. Yeah. And they got fairly heated because they thought I was being politically incorrect. 
uh, it was an American and it was about shit going on in America at the moment. Yeah. And my standpoint has been, and I can't see it changing, that everyone's entitled to an opinion. Mm-hmm. However, not all opinions are worth the same yeah. on, on different things. And so the opinions of most people on things related to the business aspect is worth fuck all. Correct. Um, yeah, the opinions, and I say this with all due respect for you know your household. Yeah. But the opinions of accountants. Yeah. On strategic decisions. Yeah. Is worth fuck all. <laughs> A- accountants are there for you know they're really good at tax and structure and those sorts mm. of things, but actual about you know forward thinking strategy, that that's not their forte. So even just within that little fucking financial world, yeah, all opinions aren't worth the same. Correct. So, you know, look at social media and fucking laugh at them all smoking their crack pipe and then just well, wait. They're not, they're, not, they're not. They're fucking- They're, they're removing their E-ribs and sucking their E-penises. <laughs> That's true. Um, wait for fucking Cleary to lift the trophy at the end of the year and everything will be fine. Because yeah. it's happening, baby. It's highly unlikely- so let's just let's let's fast forward in time to the likely scenario. You don't have to agree with me. It's just this the point of the scenario. I mean, it yeah. is. It, I mean, like you said, it, you know, some opinions aren't aren't worth as much, and yours on this matter is not. But the likely scenario happens that the, the Panthers don't don't reach the grand final. Well, you know what? I'll be generous. They do, but they lose. Mm-hmm. At what point is that? So is, it, is it like is it the full time hooter blows, and then you go okay. All right, wasn't the year you're Cleary after all? Oh, 100%. Next year might be the year you're Cleary? No. What do you- <laughs> no. When does the year of Cleary die? Each year is the year of Cleary. Because <laughs> the year of Cleary lives with Eerie, Yuri, and Miri. <sighs> what I'm trying to convey to you right now through my look is. <laughs> <laughs> You are currently the fucking personification of that Scott Bakula fucking gif. <laughs> you open up the cover. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm surprised there's not an ambulance fucking coming right now. Like, yeah, you know, this time tomorrow, someone's going to be listening to this show and they're like, "Holy fuck, that motherfucker's stroking out." <laughs> Why isn't why didn't they go? Why didn't they call an ambulance? It's so obvious. <laughs> That's obvious, and, and because the year of Cleary, you deserve to die if you fucking push that narrative. Well, he's the reason the season's restarted. Okay, how so? Because he will obviously need to lead New South Wales to their three nil victory over Queensland, and so for that to happen, the season needs to restart. So the only reason Volandis is entertaining getting the season back up and running is because it's the year of Cleary. That, whoop, more unmuted thing. Look at that. You were saved by the music. The um, the year that of is the, the reason that, that you got your Greenberg revenge. That, that you should that, bow that down is, to the year of Cleary. Look, the only Suck thing, the only, the only possible catalyst for the for for the whole Greenberg thing, and and I will concede that it is the year of Cleary if this is proven to be true. Is if that fucking chinful can't. Has gone to Wuhan and eaten fucking bats in the off season. (laughs) (laughs) 
if he was patient zero for coronavirus. It's a little known fact that the human body stores most of its antibodies in its chin. Stores most of its viral load in its chin. <laughs> in its chin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. This is way too much time dedicated to that discussion. Chinny genetics with stepdad. This is fucking. This is audio AIDS. That's what it is. <laughs> this is like it's like a bowler. A bowler fucked a bat, <laughs> <laughs> pulled out, made a soup from the seed, ate the soup and with then, more bat meat in it, <laughs> and then ejaculated blood onto SARS. <laughs> Oh, and then went to Ibiza and fucked the Spanish flu. <laughs> Hello. With the Spain. <laughs> I'm Chinese bat. <laughs> um, Darren, with rugby imploding and old Wallabies captains calling for the whole structure of the game's operation to be overhauled, if you can pick your top three changes to league at any or all levels, what would they be? I just give me the digitals. Top changes to league. Give yeah. me the streaming. That that's that's, that's literally the only thing. Yep. And just I, take- I would sacrifice everything else to to for to have that sort of to have take like an NFL Game Pass man. level situation yes. with documentaries, original content, the games, all the past games, I, fucking every little minutia thing that you, you would ever want to watch. I could even deal without the documentaries, and in the future, yes, hundred percent, add it. Mm. Thing is, there's already stuff exists. There's already existing content they yeah. can put on there. They don't have to produce any 100%. documentaries this week. Oh, it, yeah. Then that gets into a whole other issue of you're then going to those producers mm. and trying to obtain rights. And as Netflix would tell you, that's not a fun thing to do. Like, do you remember how shit house Netflix catalog was in the beginning? Yeah, it's probably not a fun thing to do. But that's what I'm saying. Fuck it. Just it's an easy thing to do. It's an easy thing to do than write and produce original content immediately. It's really not. There's particularly in the rugby league space. You, you find those what, fucking find those documentaries. You'd have to digitize the cunts anyway. No, no. But what, what I'm saying to you is, yeah. Just for just give me the games. Yep. The digital. Yep. All I want is for them to cut out a middleman, and just as Fox now. On sales, like there's already a fucking model for it. Yeah. Fox, and I know there's ownership similarities and there's, you know, all the insider fucking dick shaking and double Dutch rudders, but Fox sell it to Telstra to stream on their mobile devices. Telstra can use that as a fucking incentive for people to take up a Telstra contract. You get it free. Correct. I am one of those people. Just that's the only change I want for the NRL to invest in camera technology. Mm hmm. To invest in the app infrastructure mm-hmm. and to invest in quality game analysis. Yep. Without any sort of cross promotion. Yeah, and no and no well, you know, the only cross promotion is the NRL network. Yeah. And I'm that and I'm fine. Because guess what? They're not gonna have a fucking get married to some cunt you never like, met show on. Well here's the thing. Uh, I was watching a press conference with the Reserve Bank the other yeah. day. Have you ever seen one of those things? Not well. I mean, you know, I've I've complete I've, I've flicked from them very quickly. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. It's, they- not, it's not compelling. I'll read the highlights later. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> they are very dry <laughs> and an acquired taste. But you know how they work? They're in the fucking press conference, mm. and the people that are giving the press conference speak, and then a voice comes over a fucking PA system. That says, 
The next question is from Cha 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 at this publication. Yeah. And that person's given a microphone and their question comes over the fucking PA. Yep. And you can hear everything. Wouldn't it be yep. nice if the NRL just invested in that? That yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me the digital, sell it to Nine, sell it to Fox. Their current model has shown that people will make a choice in how they watch it. And that's what mm-hmm. Nine's shitty about. Yeah, yeah, that's people right. are choosing because when they have the Fox. choice, yeah, when when they when given a choice, they choose not to watch to the watch coverage. Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And instead of changing and getting better, they're asking for more games. Yep, exactly. Oh, and oh, sorry, I just thought of something else. Yeah, like I mean, that, that the press conference thing is—it's a small thing, but I agree with you as well on that. The other thing is, of course, kicks outs out again. Yes, hundred percent. I forgot about that entirely, and I and I actually feel bad because that'd probably be actually ahead of the network. And the other thing I would like is to have constant video referees that that's enough so they can be running on delays with the game. Yeah. Uh, as in, you know, one might be five seconds behind, but then when they spot something, the other one takes over and make it okay for the referees to be corrected. Yep. Change the fucking culture. Yep. And that's a, that, that's a bigger change and a more difficult one, I think, just because the nature of the the sport – how the how just just the like what the sport is the way it's like a it's a free flowing game it doesn't really stop unless you know mm. one of these predetermined stops in play. Yep, uh, that's it. But like, then when it happens- it's very easy to be completely accurate in like an American football situation mm-hmm. where a play happens and it stops and there's forty second there's forty seconds in which a penalty can be adjudicated or something before the next play has to run. Yeah. So um. Makes it easy for them to, to have. I'd love that kind of accuracy, and mm. you know, because mm. they try and remove su- subjectivity. You know, every every postseason when something happens that somehow gets around the, the yep. lockdown rules that they have, they'll uh, they'll try and figure out a way to. And that's the other one to have um, segmented contracts for players. Yeah, to have, well, the, yeah. have the same salary cap, yep. but then to say you can sign people, and this is your guaranteed segment. Mm-hmm. And every other part of it is performance based, or don't rape based, or don't fucking get done with drugs on you. Yeah, based. Don't like chomp permanent, clits permanent, based. Permanent, permanent injury. Yeah, kills your career off That's immediately. It. That's it. And yep. you, you know, we will cover you with insurance. We will have enough insurance. Yep. Or, or we will show you how to get sufficient insurance. Yep. So that if you fucking snap your leg and you can't play, you get paid. Yep. Um. Oh, yeah, I think that would smarten a lot of cunts up real quick. Yeah. That's more out of that question than I thought we'd get, there we to go. be honest. Clevo, out of 10, how good will we be watching Rugby League at a beer garden in the sun at 8 p.m. at night in late November like the old Wacker test? Fuck. If, how fucking good. How good. Very, very good. The next, the, the once the season's up and running again, my next priority is when are they going to open the borders up again? <laughs> When's the grand final going to be under this new system? When will we be able to get flights organised, and can we have a grand final thing this year? I might, I might finally get my grand final bus. Maybe if it's the only way to get across the fucking border. Yeah, it may be. It may be. Uh, Nathan said, "What's your take on the fact that Bill Gates creates bat flu so he can mass produce vaccines to sell to the masses with mind control drugs as the core ingredient of the suggested vaccine?" Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I tell you, you, you're starting to see these videos, though, and there are people that I used to respect 
and I see them sharing these videos because, you know, some doctor fucking something or other, and he's he's got something to say about, you know, what Bill Gates is doing. And I look at the I look at the subject line and think immediately the way it's sort of marketed with the capitalized words in the headline and in the heading and stuff. Yeah. Well, this is fucking bullshit. But because I actually I, I like this person and known this person for many years, over a decade, I'm gonna Google that doctor and just see who the fuck that cunt is. Oh, he's a he's a doctor that uh, is a proponent of like chelation therapy yeah. to remove heavy metals from yeah. autistic children yeah. to cure them. Okay, he's a fucking anti-vax cockhead. You've just shared something absolutely fucking retarded. Yeah, I'm not gonna engage with you on this because. The the relationship will end when I tell you what I think of your fucking <laughs> bullshit that you're putting out there. So I'll just I'll just put a laughing emote on it, it, and then we'll see what you fucking say. <laughs> and then it's funny because then all the common friends, like a bunch of troll troll ass friends that, that know that know these people as well, yeah. who are also like very anti religion and anti anti vaxxers and mm. yeah. And so then they all start throwing them on there, the laughing emotes on there. But some of them can't keep their mouth shut and they're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, whew, yeah. And you know the other one that disappointed me? Um, that? that fucking tennis player, Djokovic. Fuck that dude. He's written off. Anti vaxxer. Yeah. Declared. Yeah. Declared anti vaxxer. Oh, was that already known? No, no. I only, I only found out the other day so with the, I, the tweet uh, yeah, or whatever I, he said. Yeah. Oh, I heard it. I was listening to. Like three the days radio. ago. Three yeah. days ago, probably. Two days ago, max. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was only like literally just happened. Before then, I had no I, I don't think he'd expressed any yeah, okay. opinions or, no, or certainly nothing to gain public traction like I'm not, did. I'm not a massive tennis uh, follower but just for the fact for someone that's that that well versed in you would assume sports science you would think so because he's, he's he's had his fucking injuries yeah but even to have the like, what a fucking failing of the sports scientists around him to be like fucking dude what, you're going to listen to me on everything else, but for some reason, my opinion, anyway, fuck him. And, uh, and we'll fucking weedle him too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no vaccine for a fucking crowbar. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just- fuck. That's it. Does my it does my head and and it's just incredible how this fucking that'd be a great parallel a line has been drawn to like the five G thing and the like and how 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 something like it's like when the flat Earth thing fucking couple of years ago when it first surfaced in yeah. a big way yeah like it is so fucking nonsensical mm-hmm. that it could not possibly take hold anywhere but then it does yeah yeah and. And so, honestly, nothing fucking surprises me at all in terms of what which crackpot theory takes root and actually develops a following, mm. like fucking Kobe in the fucking five Gs, like this Bill Gates is doing this. Fu- I mean, considering, I mean, like you know, you say what you will about Bill Gates and perhaps his business practices and, and things like that back in the day, motherfuckers, <laughs> philanthropist times the, the probably the, the biggest financial philanthropist in the history of the fucking world. And there is a school of thought or there is a thought exercise that gets you to the fact that he is actually the best thing to happen to humanity in that they're now attempting- Is it malaria he's trying to get rid of? Like, I know he's basically yeah. cured AIDS. Yeah. Um, 
I thought it was malaria he was getting onto next. That would that would that's that would be that is a big one. Like that's like it's nothing that we really have to confront in our lives. But like you know, in, well, more in poorer, people, yeah, more people have died of malaria in yeah. the history of the human race than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And from all reports, I know some people that have, that have it, yeah. and like kind of a thing. Yeah, like, and you know, he has thing. nothing to do with Microsoft now. No, which probably not for years and which years. Probably yeah. explains their fucking dubious hiring practices <laughs> um, of fucking turncoat employees that can <laughs> so quickly fucking turn their back on an entire community. And you know that it's a fucking conscious decision because you have an example of an exact genetic copy who is fucking <laughs> staunch as fuck. Um. So basically, yeah, fuck you, Microsoft. I hope you go the way of Virgin. Apple for life. It's funny. I saw a tweet, uh, not a tweet. I saw, a, I, I saw on Twitter uh, a quote from uh, Richard Branson from 2009, I believe it was, oh, talking, about, yeah. talking about British Airways. Yeah. And it's basically like, Government should not prop these eyes up. They we need we need to step back and let these and let these these poorly the run wall. companies die. <laughs> it, yeah, fucking he didn't yeah, a fair old swipe at the Australian government. The recently because they wouldn't bail him out yeah. or yeah, okay. He, he, I didn't he see left, it. And again, you know, it's if you work for Virgin, don't at me. It's very fucking sad. And I felt and, and, and especially the the, the air waitresses. Like I felt like they were a higher class at Virgin than they, than they are at Jetstar and and, and so on. Yeah, Qantas was full of people's mums. Yeah, and like, and look, I'm not a hater. Like early teenagers' mums. Yeah, like where they're just fucking angry at life and they're just waiting for that thing to leave the house. <laughs> so you're just getting attitude from them, and you got to move your elbow when they walk past you in the aisles. Yeah, well, because you know, to otherwise you'll get fucking tonyed. Like, yeah, that's it. They, they'll, they'll push that fucking yeah. cart. They don't give a shit. They'll exactly. Just, and those things cleave bone. <laughs> um, but the government gave exactly the same amount of money to Qantas as it gave to Virgin, so they can keep flying now. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to bail them out of their fucking debt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fucking Richard. Pipe down, cunt, or you're in line for a fucking widening as well. Sell a fucking pedo island or something because you, yeah. you need to increase your cash flow. That's it. Like, like what? Watch your fucking mouth, or I'll start tweeting that you may have information that could incriminate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see old Kim Jong Un. He, he, he obviously knew something about <laughs> Hillary. He piped up about it this week. Uh, yeah. And uh, so did Todd Greenberg, evidently. <laughs> that information that could. Well, I think we just solved the whole sudden departure. Full-time episode 347. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, interact with us on Twitter. So, oh, at TWI League. Our Facebook community, hashtag Twill Nation, lives at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Twill Nation. Get the fuck in there. We're also on facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Um, like, share, all that good shit. Help us out, bros and broettes. And um, fucking embrace the Yeary of Cleary. Do not embrace that at all. It has been clinically proven- that if you embrace the hashtag, it's like an affirmation. 
that everyone working together can have this happening and it will also have positive benefits in your life where it'll be better than vaccinations. You'll be immune to corona. You'll have so many fucking positive uh, wave functions in your body that you will actually have more energy. And as a a man qualified in uh, steppy genetics, I give you that guarantee. Or you can understand that there's probably six people on fucking earth who would uh, dare to use this fucking hashtag and just ignore it and it will go away. <laughs> you know you want to. The uh, this fucking this 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 step this stepdad pack fucking crapper fucking <laughs> philosophizing about this bullshit hashtag. Yeah, it's a, it's a as I said, it's steppy genetics. You can buy one of our fucking wave machines for fifteen thousand dollars. JPAC Cockra. If you'd also like to support the show, drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to go the extra, extra mile, the digital memberships are still available and can be picked up at any time for just three ninety nine a month. That'll get you extra episode every week. As well as extra shit. And once the games start up again, we'll be doing game companions, which will probably run several hours on a, on a Sunday each month. Um, where are we? Uh, memberships. No change. All, all the stuff's come in except for the drink bottles. So as soon as they come in, the memberships will go out. A bunch of stuff's already been shipped. Uh, people who ordered just hats or just the, you know, trust the shirts and things like that. I would say, depending on our um, our lovely partners at Australia Post, I do know that things are a little bit slower than usual uh, due to the uh, the corona. Um, I have noticed, like, I mean, even like around Southeast Queensland, I could usually rely on them, you know, getting there kind of the next day. But uh, that has not been the case the last couple of weeks. So I am starting to see some slowdowns there. But I think that the first trust the shirts are probably pretty much at their destinations or if if they're not now it must be very fucking close because there was a, a significant number of them in southeast queensland that i sent out last thursday i believe it was so i'm surprised that i haven't heard yet um but that's it yeah so i mean as soon as we get those bottles uh they're coming in from new zealand so um, you know they're you know a little bit affected by the rona but they uh I think they said it was probably three weeks back when I started getting done. So of that time, we must be getting to the end of it or maybe a week left. So <clears throat> we shall see. Uh, what else have I got to cover off here? I think that's about it. Do you have anything else? Nope. Hashtag Geary of Cleary. Hashtag do not fucking do that. And uh, be part of the, don't, don't be caught on the, the wrong side of history. <laughs> see? Ignore- <laughs> it's getting into you. Oh, getting into me all right, like fucking bat flu. <laughs> it's get it's getting into me like a swab. Have you said, have you, you know anyone who's been tested for the Rona? I've seen how they do it. It's kind of a thing, apparently. It's not comfortable. I don't know. There's a certain aspect of the population that's been training for something jamming that far up their nostrils for a long time. Yeah, but despite that, I still feel nervous if I had to get tested. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it. That is all for 347. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Later.